Hello. Hi, sorry, my AirPods were connected and I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want them to be. That's okay. I could hear you some of the time and then not all of the time, so I just started over. Can you hear me okay right now? Yes. Um, hold on really quick. You know, I think it's so much easier to go... Like, we should have started out recording podcasts like this and then moved, like, upgraded ourselves to working with Dylan because... I disagree. Going backwards is harder. It is. It is. But I think that it... I mean, it makes more sense in in a timeline event that we were, like, serious about podcasting and invested actually a lot of money and time into it. And then because of COVID had to pull back. No, you're right. You're totally right. And we cranked out a lot of good. um, I think we did. We were more consistent and um, a little more structured and created, got through some of the hard stuff first, I think, you know? Yeah, I do agree. That's my personal take. Okay. Well, how are you? How was your move? I'm doing well. My move is, it's good. I, um, I can, I feel like we're finally in our new house for good, which feels wonderful. Um, yeah, just settling in. We have our organizer coming next week. So that's lovely too. She's going to organize all the things because the funny thing is what happens when you don't have any money, you <laughs> You wish you have more. You're like, man, I wish I just had more money. And then you get more money and you actually just end up paying more people to do things that you don't have time to do because you're making money. A 100%. So it's so accurate. Yeah. So it's like, you know, more money, more problems. Girl, I know that's true. (laughs) But I mean, good problems. Also, I'm not complaining. Totally. No, I totally understand what you mean. Um, so yeah, how is uh, everything with you? What's a what's an update? Your birthday's coming up. Yeah, my birthday is Saturday. Ava's birthday was last Saturday. August is like a really busy month for us. Um, school's starting. It's been. I don't want to be like a downer, so I'll just like hit like the topics real quick and then we can move on but being a downer and being real is different though no you're right it's honestly been such a rough month agree um and but I don't feel like it's just been me like a lot of people close to me have been going through really really heavy stuff and it has been it's just been like a weight you know Mm -hmm. um So I had to put Bob down, which you already know. I do. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So, and that was, I've never um, put a pet down before. Like all of my pets previously have passed away of like natural causes. And like, um, it was honestly one of the most traumatizing things I've ever gone through. I have cried more over that dog and that situation then I've probably cried in the last like 10 years combined. So I, I know it was the right call. It was the right decision. So I feel at peace about it, but leading up to it and the first few days after were absolutely horrible. So, um, 
that, you know, is new. Um, I have like something else like kind of exciting, but I can't talk about it yet. Um, so that's really good. You could, uh, um, I was about to say you could probably share it because by the time this was out, it would have already happened. But then again, I don't know if we release this today, if Ava listens to the podcast, I'm sure she's way too smart for that, but. I know. I don't know if she listens or not. I just don't want to take any risks. So I'll fill you guys in um, next time on our podcast of what is happening, um, at least on that level. Um, Oh, I forgot to tell you this when we were on the phone, but I'll just tell you now. I set a date. I'm going to do a social media workshop on September 20th, and I'm getting actually ready later today to start promoting that. Excellent. Um, What's that going to look like? Tell us uh, one big major detail about that. Um, It's going to, I'm going to host it over Zoom. So I, because I wanted it to be like, obviously we can't be in person, but I wanted it to be where we could all be face to face. I have a ton of topics to cover. So it's basically going to cover your finding your ideal client and talking to them through your uh, marketing. Um, It will cover just what you should be posting, um, posting ideas, things that have worked really well for me, um, influencer marketing, um, how, like how to target your clients, how to talk to your clients, just a whole bunch of like questions basically that I guess get asked on a daily basis. It's going to be all rolled into one. So I love this. So when is this going to be and how do I sign up? (laughs) You can give me details because I'm planning on it. So just it's going to be Sunday, September 20th. You're just like going to come just because like, I just want you to be there. Though, no, I'm so. going to pay. No, and I'm going to be a part of it. So that's... No, you're not. We can settle that later. We're not, we're not going to argue in front of all of our friends. That's true. It's like mom and dad <laughs> arguing like, oh, gosh, how embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Like the kids are just sitting at the dinner table, like awkwardly looking They're at like, each other. They're like, please don't do this. Forth. Please don't do this. Please don't, not now, please don't. So we can work that out later, but um, it's going to be Sunday, September 20th. I haven't completely figured out a time because I have to narrow down. I still have like a few more things to like type out and figure out. I'm going to go over like a content calendar. I'm going to have like an influencer, um, like a contract, just like a rough idea. Um, So I know there's a lot of more things that I'm forgetting to cover, but it's super detailed and it's, I want it to be interactive so we can do like questions and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm really excited. I, I think I, and you know this too, I have another project that I've been working on, but on, I've just not felt really good about the timing of it and it's, it would be a really large investment and I know things are like really weird for a lot of people right now and it's just not something that I feel ready for, but I'm, I, this is, was also going to be a part of the project that I was working on. So I feel really good about like doing this first. And then, um, because I think this is the main thing that people really want addressed anyways. So I like your use of intuition and, um, moving forward, you know, with things, I think it's, it's nice to hear you working this out and listening to your gut about it. Yeah, I'm not, and I think you know this, like I'm not one to hesitate pulling the trigger on a new idea or really anything. So when something, when I am hesitating on it, 
it, I know it's for a reason. And even if I can't necessarily place it like at that moment in time, I have to listen to it. And I've just been getting that feeling. So that's a good segue into, um, the last thing we'll share about ourselves before we talk about our topic. I felt the same way about, uh, signing up for IBE and I'm so excited about, yeah. And I just officially signed on with them this morning. So, Congratulations. Um, thank you. So that's super exciting. I'm, I feel really, really good. Like you were saying, like, um, time-wise for myself, I feel like I, I did the right thing and I waited and was patient and I feel like this is a great time and I'll be able to, uh, pour a lot into it and, and get the most out of the, um, the technique. So I'm super excited about that. <sighs> I'm so excited to wear it. Like, yeah, I, I can't wait. I, well, I think I was telling you a few weeks ago, like, cause I was chatting with Mackenzie, who is the creator of IBE. I was like, hey, let's do, like I was like, I think I'm either like, if Hannah isn't going to sign up for IBE, I was like, I need to like come and at least experience it one time. I wanted to be able to relay back and forth to the clients, what the differences feel like that kind of thing. And then when you were like, no, I'm going to do it. I was like, yes, but like, maybe we sh- still should go to Utah. You know, that would, I mean, I'm, I'm down. I, uh, I'm completely down for that. I think that would be so much fun. Um, yeah, I just was, I'm finally like settled into one permanent home and, um, my schedule feels a little bit, uh, a little bit more controlled, my kids are already back in school, so it just, the timing felt right, and um, yeah, I'm glad it's working out for both of us. We can kind of, you have way more experience with it, obviously, but um, we can journey it together. Dude, I will be your first guinea pig anytime. So. You'll be my model. Yeah. Do you think that people are just like super annoyed with us talking about us right now? No, I, maybe, who knows, it, but it's our podcast and we can do whatever we want, but I think we, it's been like, we've been so inconsistent because like we said, life has been crazy. We've both moved and whatever. So they probably want a catch up and I haven't, I haven't, and I don't know about you, been super active on social just because like I said, this month has been really weird and I haven't talked about a lot of things. And so I feel like they probably will be like, oh, wow, it's nice to know how they're doing yeah we share a and, lot a lot more about ourselves at least I do on on the podcast um so I do too actually because I feel like I'm talking to like my most close friends yeah on here, where like Instagram is like I don't know you know there's still some haters like wa- <laughs> watching on Instagram but like if you've listened 11 11 minutes and seven seconds into this you probably don't hate us so I I would agree with that but like I'm going to need you to let me know who the haters are when we get off. Well, you know what I mean? People can like, anybody can like zip on there, but like, you're not just going to randomly click on this and listen this far. If you are absolutely, if you you, abhor us. Yes. yes. No, I agree. I totally agree. And if you, if they do, they don't, they don't, and they're here, maybe they actually like us. (laughs) That that's called a secret crush. (laughs) And, um, that, that, yeah, that's a possibility, but I wish, I wish that I could hear people talk about, um, I'm not like stroking our ego by saying this, but 
Sorry. Of course there's fire siren, fire sirens. Yeah. I wish I could hear people kind of discuss with each other, like, um, the mental process that they go through deciding, like, sorry, it's okay. (laughs) When and how to, you know, make the choice to sign up for another method or whatever, because obviously these are, these are expensive investments. This is a weird time. So no, I think this could be valuable too. I agree. Chat about life. Um, what we are talking about was actually a request topic from one of our favorites. Brianna, she's like she's literally my soulmate. Yeah, she's like our like ride or die girl gang. She's so great. Her and Krista Storm. Oh my god! Should just make go ahead and make basketball jerseys with whatever number they want with their name on the back, so I can put it in a shadow box and put it on my wall. And no, hang, hang it in the whole thing. I'd rep it. Like, give me a cute little crop, and I, I'd i wear it with my leather leggings. So I hope Brianna Butts and Krista <laughs> Stormy hear this. Like, make merch. We're waiting. <laughs> Literally, we're waiting. We're waiting we'll not even to wear it. Fan club. To frame it. A pencil. I don't care. Make it. Oh, so, so Brianna. Is, yeah. Yeah. So Brianna, um, I get. Can you still hear me if if I close this app? Can you still hear me? Yeah, I can. Oh, wonderful. So I can actually read the question. Um, did I send it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, you did. So Brianna requested that we talk about cancellation policies and um, active ways of enforcing them. Um, mm-hmm. Also... She wanted to know if there was a way to do it that doesn't end or result in losing a client. And where do you draw the line and boundaries? So Haley actually is wonderful at this. I kind of played off of Haley's policy on this. Obviously, there's a gazillion different ways that you could um, word or enforce this. But if you want to share yours, Haley, um, Mm. I think that would be the most helpful. And then I'll kind of tell a story or two about how I've dealt with the situations. Yeah. I'll pull mine up right now. Cause I actually have it on my, um, extension, like my application. So and I'll just keep... read you for what I have. And then I'll, t- I'll share a couple stories with you as well. What we, what would you say? Um, I just want anybody listening to, to guys keep in mind that like, um, mm. feel free to, to take something and make it yours. That essentially is what art and what learning is about. Um, there's a great book called steal like an artist. And it's all about this topic about how, if someone has a good idea, you know, make it fit for you. Don't ever word for word verbatim steal someone's, um, thought or idea, but nothing is original. So like Haley and I have found, you know, whatever policies we enforce or however we word it, we, we word it in a way that makes sense and talks to our audience. But, you know, we've pulled ideas from different sources and then created something that works for us. So don't feel like you have to blindly sit in a room by yourself and come up with a policy. Like, look around, see what what fits into your business. Yeah. And, and don't, um, like I said, there's a fine line between, you know, grossly ripping someone off and stealing and then the acceptable form of that which is you know like borrowing what works for you and making it yours 
Yeah, the way I kind of did it, and mine has slowly evolved over time. As it should, yeah. Yeah, like, and honestly, I think for me, it took getting screwed over a couple times to really start putting boundaries into place and to really come up with a cancellation policy that has been, that has worked for me. And you guys, like, I, I just had to charge the first cancellation fee that I've had to charge in, like, months no, probably over a year or two, um, like two months ago, a month or so ago, maybe, I don't know, not that long ago. And it was like, I hadn't done it in so long that I actually like, it gave me that squirmy feeling in my belly. Cause I was like, Ooh, you know, like, yeah. You're like, sense. you're like, what is my policy? Ooh, let me like, let me remember. Like, is it 28? Is it or 24? <laughs> is it 48? Yeah. Is it 72? Like, what do I? Yeah. 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 So, which is a good thing that it is. Yeah. It means that one, people respect the boundaries that I've set in my business. And it also means that um, it's working. The policies that I have in place is working that I haven't, it's been so long since I've had to implement it, that it actually made me nervous sending the text message saying, hey, you can reschedule after you pay this fee. Because it's Um, friction. And I, I, sorry, I'm going to say this one thing and then you just take off. I think the very, very, very first step to establishing um, any type of rescheduling issue is putting in place a non-refundable deposit and making that Absolutely. making that explicitly clear and then not budging on that. Also, to add to that, even if they are currently wearing extensions, because that is where I actually got screwed over the most is okay. when... Start, start a- back on that. So if there's, there's a different policy between a transfer client coming from another stylist and then a... Um, brand new client, correct? There is for me at least. Uh, there is, but like it usually just, I usually end up treating them just as a brand new client because unless I know directly who they're coming from um, and I can like verify the type of hair that's used, I make them replace all the hair. I guess but true. if it's like, if it's, and most of the time they want new hair anyways, or I'll encourage them, why don't you, because I'm on like, I think I'm booking like three months out right now. So I'm usually like, Hey, like I can't get you in right away. So why don't you see your stylist, use that hair you have at least one more time. You know what I mean? Like get some wear out of it. Mm -hmm. I obviously don't like making people feel like they're getting screwed over or, you know, like, so I get that. So I want you to get your money's worth out of whatever you already have. Um, So that's kind of my policy, but If it's a client who is coming from, say, somebody I know, or they're moving from out of state, I know the hair that they're using, it's a $200 deposit. Um, Because I've had so many clients coming from other stylists that will book an appointment, and then I just get no-showed. And there is nothing more disrespectful to me than, especially like, I and I don't hear from you at all, no-show. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever ever had that happen I've had like no I did no over quarantine I take that back I take that back I uh reached I reached out to her and never heard back I have I had got her deposit and I was like okay well maybe she changed her mind yeah which happens it does okay so here is my cancellation policy so it's like cancellation slash reschedule If you choose to cancel and or reschedule your appointment within 48 hours of your service, you will be charged 50% of the appointment total. 
your card on file will be charged. A new appointment cannot be scheduled until the cancellation fee is paid. If this is your first appointment, you must pay the cancellation fee and a new non-refundable deposit will be required to book. If you are late, if you are more than 15 minutes late to your appointment, you are choosing to forfeit your appointment time. Your appointment will be canceled. You must pay the cancellation fee before you will be able to rebook your appointment. No call, no show. If you choose to no call, no show any scheduled service, you will no, not be able to book any future appointments. Um, and I second all of that. My re, I also have a 48-hour window where you get to cancel, and then I just flat out um, say I would be happy to send you uh, dates for rescheduling once the $200 invoice is paid on your behalf. So like, I won't even send them dates until I will just send them an invoice over immediately once they're like, oh, I want to reschedule. And I'm like, okay, I'm sending this right now. And then I can send you dates. Yeah. That's essentially what I do also. And Um, I've only, I've only done that one time and she, um, didn't get back with me right away. She, this client's awesome. She's still with me. She went to somebody else to get a move up, um, ended up preferring just like my company or my work or whatever more. And then, so had that move up, like hold her in the meantime, and then um, rescheduled with me and paid the fee. Yeah. I had um, a while, a long time ago, I had somebody just super last minute need to reschedule. And I was like, Hey, like, I totally get it. Life happens unfortunately, this is my policy. You signed off on it. Um, and she paid it. No problem. She's still my client. And then my recent one, same thing, paid my fee. Um, hers was like a little bit closer. It was a 24 hour notice and she was out of town. And, um, so I was like, Hey, you know, here's, here's this we'll rebook once, once it's paid, same thing. And it was fine. She paid it. Um, Late gets a little, I think when they're late, that is a harder one, honestly, to enforce even than um, the cancellation, because most of the time the cancellation is done over the phone, where I think the late charge and fee is in person. And I, it's the, it's what I hate about myself the most. And it's what I'm actively always working on. I am, I don't necessarily, I don't run late on my appointments when I'm there, but I'm not even going to play like I'm not a late person and it's such a terrible habit. It's incredibly disrespectful. Um, and yeah, it's, it's like if I could was interviewed and asked my weakness, it's not even weakness. It's just something I'm, I'm it's, I don't have an excuse for it. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm trying guys. You're working on it. So I've only ever had to, reschedule somebody once from being late because I'm super strict or if they're like hey I'm gonna be 20 minutes late I'm like hey I can't take you and then they'll usually I send them over the fee and then they'll reschedule um but I had one girl and she was I think she was like I'm gonna be 15 minutes late and I was like okay that's you know no big deal I think that's an Um, acceptable like that you give that um you know, five or 10 minutes could easily be traffic. But once you get to 15, that was just poor planning, you know? Well, and it gets like, it, it gets really, really hard with, especially cause like it was when I was working with an assistant at the time. So our days were like 
pretty full. Yeah. Um, so timing truly mattered. Uh, 15 minutes could depict how the rest of my day was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, hey, listen, that's fine. I said, but just know if you're going to be later than 15 minutes, we are going to have to reschedule. I have a cancellation policy. So the way I have handled this and it really worked for me because um, I, I like to like shit happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. And absolutely. like, we're all human. We've all been late. We've all forgot an appointment, whatever. So, I don't know. Forgetting an appointment is that's a bold move, especially a hair extension appointment. This is not something you typically forget. I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, but so she shows up, like, I think it was like 25 minutes late. And I was like, I can't take you. Um, I, I didn't charge her the cancellation fee. She was like in tears, but I felt okay about it. I did make a reschedule and I, when I have to reschedule, I do not go out of my way to like get them back in. So it was like my first available, which I think was like three weeks out at the time and it was only because I had just happened to have somebody else that needed to move an appointment around and so I was like I'm gonna I'll give you this pass this time uh, like otherwise next time you need to know like you will be charged and she she was like crying like it was I felt horrible she felt horrible but you know what she was never late again like ever and one of like one of my favorite clients I've ever had so It's just that, like, and she got it. She understood. She was upset, but, like, you know, she totally understood. Mm-hmm. So I've also had it where, like, I had one client who was an hour late. And oh, she wow. Was, yeah. And I had texted her, and she, like, was claiming she didn't get my text. And I was like, listen, like, I, I'm not – I can't do your color. Like, she's like, you have to move my extensions up. I said, I can just move them up. I'm not doing your color. But I charged her for color and for her move up since like she was so late and she was pissed that I wouldn't do her color. But I was like, this is how this is. Like, you knew what time your appointment was and it was fine. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's the ship you run. You know, these are the rules. Like, I think, um, you know, some people function in the space and I and I am disciplining myself to get out of the space but some people function in the space of like late is not a big deal and then the other half of people function in the space where late is a huge deal and um you know the client who you love now realized what side of the fence you were on with that and now she's not going to be late you know yeah so well but here's the other thing that I think is kind of a gut check for a lot of stylists if you are going to have a really strict late and cancellation policy, you cannot be constantly running late for your clients and you cannot constantly be rescheduling on them. Which is why I don't really have any type of set up uh, late policy because I don't even feel like I'm just, I'm being completely honest. Um, No, I also get that. I feel like, I feel like we've only been back in, the salon for a couple months now and I haven't had any problems with it. Um, and I just started taking like two clients a day again. So it's like, 
you know, you have less of a chance when you're doing longer appointments. Yeah. Um, no, I completely agree. I, but I, I, agree. I do think like that's a hard gut check that you have to like really sit down and figure out because it's like I can't hold my clients to a standard that I'm not willing to hold myself to well it's like a parent telling a child like don't smoke weed but the parent like smokes weed you know or whatever (laughs) you're gonna say like you know any example like you can't have expectations of people and then not act accordingly yeah I couldn't agree more so I I just think that like people respect you when you have boundaries. They really do. And a lot of times people just don't know how to, they're not used to people having boundaries or saying no, or when people realize too, like it is about, it's so much more than about money where I think a lot of times hairstylists take clients when they're late because they're like, no, like I need the money. And when that's not Mm -hmm. the position that you're in, when you're like, yeah, I'm annoyed. I'm losing out on money. But at this point, it's the principle of it that matters more to me than your $700 or whatever it is. Like that's what, yeah, that's kind of, sorry. I'm not, I did not mean to interrupt okay. you, but that was the thought I was having. I think if you are someone who has um, a problem with this, I think there's, there's a need to reflect. Yes about yourself. So either you are having a hard time setting uh, firm boundaries and that's something that um, you need to, to do for yourself because, you know, I mean, if you like have boundaries and people don't like function within them and then you act accordingly, like you say, you're going to and follow through with, you know, policies, then everything smooths itself out. Now it's not fun or easy or like really lovely conversations being had. However, I mean, you can make it as black and white as you need to, but if you say one thing and then aren't prepared to stick up for yourself or have kind of a backbone, then yeah, you're going to get, you know, not a good result, but, um, I think it just, I think you and I really don't have a ton of issues with it because we enforce, we do what we say we're going to do and enforce it. And then, you know, we attract a type of client that like fits within that. I agree. I also think because this is something like, this is the thing that you have to understand about any boundary that you have in your life. Until you, it's almost how, this might be a dramatic, um, what analogy, but I, it's almost the same as like somebody who struggles with, I don't know, let's say some type of an addiction and they like, Mm -hmm. you have to hit your version of rock bottom before you want to get help. Correct. Like that's what they always say. Amen. Go ahead. So to me with your boundaries, screwed over and taken advantage of for so long until you finally cannot take it anymore before you will do anything about it. Hannah and I can sit here and tell you every single thing we do, every single piece of advice that is we've proven to work for ourselves and relay, say, hey, try this. It actually works. But until you hit that point 
of being okay with losing that client if if they're not willing to respect you and the policies and boundaries you've set up. You have to be okay with that. But guess what? Eventually, you're going to attract a client coming in that actually does respect your policy and boundaries, and you're never going to have that issue. But you almost have to get screwed over so many times before you're going to actually make that change for yourself. Does that make sense? Don't you think? Abs 100% because here's what it leads to. You're frustrated. You're frustrated. These clients, they're late. They're canceling. Well, okay. Why are they late? Why are they canceling? Well, they're late because you're still doing their hair after they show up late. They're canceling because you're rescheduling them after they cancel And then what are we looking at? Then we're looking at being mad at ourselves. Well, that's the worst thing in the whole world. It's the worst feeling in the whole world because you don't even have anyone to blame. You're just staring yourself in the mirror like, wow, I'm pissed at you for not taking care of business and um, standing up for yourself because you're essentially allowing people to treat you like this. So. You have to get mad enough to where you're pissed off at yes. yourself and you're like, I don't even have anybody to blame. I guess I'll just change well, and now. I think that's the other thing. You have to take the blame off of the client and actually start blaming truly yourself because Absolutely. people treat you how you allow them to treat you. That's in life. That's in mm-hmm. literally anything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So it's instead of like, well, my clients are always late. It's like, no, I allow my clients to always be late. Like reframe that. You know, that's all it is. It's that little switch. Well, I always allow my clients to reschedule last minute. And then yeah, think of that, you're like, holy shit, this is all my fault. And that's literally what it is. It's your business. It's literally your business. You started it so you would have control, complete control of it. And then for, for some reason, we just, there's this switch that goes off when we turn into, we, we let that go. Yes, it has to get to, well, it has to get to a point where if you're looking at a teeter-totter, one end's going to be heavier and you have to get to the point where the pain of being mad at yourself, it outweighs the pain of letting someone down. So if you know you're going to let someone down and they're going to be mad because you're not going to be able to reschedule them or you can't get them in for a while or they owe you money that they don't want to pay you, that pain point has you have to be willing to say I'm gonna go ahead and suffer through this so that I feel like a more strong business owner and I feel more um structured and that people respect me more at the end of the day so the scale just has to just has to hit one way or the other and most people just you know in any given situation um I learned this in my old MBA class and I've shared this with you Haley in any given situation, you can only move forward and make progress with one th- in one way. Mm-hmm. That's it. You can't ever do more than one thing at a time. So in business, if you want to make a client happy and if you want to um, stand up for yourself and follow your rules and boundaries, you only get to choose one. You can't do both. Yeah. You just can't. So you can piss somebody off or you can respect yourself and you know, make money for the time that, that they drop the ball on. That's it. And that goes for any situation. You know, you can't have, if you're parenting, you can't have a kid be happy and love you and want to give you a hug and, you know, discipline them or redirect them for the mistake that they made. They're going to be pissed at you, you know? So 
you have to be willing to be strong enough in your own beliefs and um, rules to say, this is going to be a hard moment. It's going to be over. My emotions don't run uh, like the deep Nile River about this. This is like a little puddle on the ground. Here's what's happening. Um, it's unacceptable to me. And here's how we move forward. That's it. You don't, it, it doesn't have to go on forever. But you, know? you guys, like the other thing too, when you're still getting paid for your clients canceling and rescheduling, you're not as mad about it. Like you're not really mad. No, at you're all, like, actually. okay, whatever. Like I'm, I'm you're... still getting paid. Yeah. Maybe it's not as much, but like now you have an hour to go grab lunch and to run, or, you know, you have three hours to go grab lunch, run some errands and you have an extra two to $400 in your pocket, like for nothing. So at, no, as you should, because that's your time, because time money. is the only resource we can't get back. It's, it's invaluable. Yeah. I cannot get my time back. So therefore, if, if my time is wasted in a, in a massive way, I, I need you to pay me for that. I don't need you to pay me for that. Here's my rules for that. You yeah. Know? And being, being straight up right off the rip is going to scare away people that are like phony or, 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 um, are unwilling to follow, you know, any types of rules or are weird with authority. Anyways, everybody knows any professional you go to, you know, from New York to LA has, they're either running like a haircut and bid, uh, you know, business where they're just like doing their friends hair and hate themselves going to bed every night because they're only getting paid $35 for a highlight or they are an established you know, business person who has rules, boundaries, price lists, and a schedule, you know? No, absolutely. So it's like, choose a side. I completely agree. It's also, it's kind of similar when it comes to your clients rebooking, at least like when I was first starting, um, you know, you start taking your clients after I was done being an assistant and the thing that they always wanted you to do was to reschedule them. You know, it's like you're retaining I I don't remember what it's but that was like a big deal and you are almost scared to say like hey you know let's get you rebooked because they're like well I don't know my I forgot about that I know I know yeah it's just it's it's just such a normal like it is because now sentence now now it's like hey let's get you rescheduled and you're like well I don't know my schedule in September and but it's for me it's like okay but I know my my schedule in September and if you don't get in now you're not getting in so it's it's that same type of conversation though and there's two ends to that too then there's people who want to book out for the next four years so you have to just you know I think Kaylee and I both just schedule one appointment out at a time um but no it's so yeah Haley that's such a good point if you're newer in your career it is a hard sentence uh-huh. to say like because you don't want to you're like I don't even know if they liked their hair yeah like or with us it's like oh no no no, girlfriend like you go every six or eight weeks that's yeah. your question or 10 <laughs> you know like there's literally just that's the question yeah and then sometimes it's like oh the time you want is booked like when's the next one that works you know right like you go eight but right. can you go nine right yeah, that's funny. I um, That's a great point to bring up. And then if somebody's like, oh, well, let's book out because, you know, right now we're in August. 
clients, I've had a couple clients say, oh, let's book out the next two. I'm so sorry. You know, and that's where I use my real life situation to my advantage in setting boundaries all the time. I have people who want to book out. I'm so sorry. Unfortunately, my kid's school schedule is really up in the air right now. We will probably be at a homeschooling situation at that point. I may have to rearrange some things in my schedule and it'd be a lot easier if I um, left my books open for now, for November and yep. December. I will definitely keep you updated. That's all you have to say. What, is, what are people going to say? No, you don't. You aren't allowed to have, <laughs> you know, time to be with your kids. Like, it's like, there's no there's argument not, there. There's really not. I, yeah, I haven't started. And that's the truth. November, December either. And I've had like, everybody's already like, can I get in for November and December? I'm like, listen, guys. I'll let you know when it's time to start booking those. And just because it's like wild, it's so stressful. And I have to narrow down, like you said, the kids' school schedule, your own schedule. Like I'm touching base with family. Like, hey, what are we thinking? Is there going to be a trip? Can there be a trip? You know what I mean? So, and again, like this is where my boundary and my commitment to my client comes into play. If I'm scheduling you an appointment around the holidays, I'm not rescheduling it on you. So I want to make sure that I'm locked and ready to go with what I need to do and to do to take care of my family and to be present so that I can still be committed to you and your service, you know? Yes, that's a good point too. And if you got, if you're listening to this and, uh, and it's pretty recent or current, um, Haley actually mentioned this the other day, so I thought it's worth mentioning now. If you haven't already blocked out the time that you need for mental health or for family events or for uh, Christmas wrapping gifts, um, do that now. Get into your like scheduling app and mark out as much time as you want so that it's already there and it's not a last minute decision when a client's like, well, do you have that Friday before Christmas? And you're like, really, I wasn't planning on working that day, but like, I guess, how you know, many, like just do it now done that? because it's every single year for me. Yeah. I mean, probably the last, since I've been doing extensions, so probably the last three or four where I'm just like, it's becoming, um, more intentional and, and, more making more sense now because I've have you know more of a rhythm around the um holiday time but also I just have to now because like my kids have two weeks off around Christmas well I mean they're going to be homeschooled anyways let's be serious but um you know before it's like oh if I didn't mark some time out like my kids were just bored at home it's cold out you know bugging me all day long so mark that time off now because next thing you know people are gonna be booking the first week in December and it's too late and it's hard you know you don't say no and then crap yep gets the best of us um so yeah you mentioned that to me the other day I was like oh I'm gonna do that right now this was maybe a week or so ago so I'm marked out for you know any days I want off and I can anticipate and then even if you have too many days marked off you can open oh one gosh, up, yes. you know, if you want to, but you can't, it's not, it's not good business to do the opposite. Completely you Completely know? agree. Completely agree. And obviously you guys, again, stuff comes up. We totally get it. And that's why it's always been important to me with my policies. Like I take every single one as, as they are, you know, 
And not yeah. that there's like exceptions to the rules because you have to have them to follow. But I, I like to, or I can, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt and to, even if I am rescheduling their appointment for like the principle of it, maybe I'm not charging them, but I am still sticking to the boundary of it. Yeah. You're really good about, um, reading the situation and being flexible. Whereas I tend to be more black and white and I'm like, no, like, cause I'll get resentful about stuff. And I, that's the last thing I want to be. Um, but I mean, also giving the people the benefit of the doubt sometimes can bite you in the butt too. And my husband and I talk about this cause he, he airs more on, you know, giving someone a couple passes like you do. And, um, I would rather not give you a pass the first time and then figure out what kind of character you are. And then, yeah. you know, like, I don't know. So it's just, it's all very personal to you, your, and how you do business and what kind of person you are and um, how you interact with your clients, I, but stay consistent. Yes. And I do think that sometimes like people hear like cancellation policies, boundaries, and it almost makes you like, oh my gosh, like you're such a dick. Like, and that's not the case. I think we think that, but I don't think that people think that at all. Cause when I see other people, like our eyelash people or facial people, when I see their cancellation policy or boundaries, maybe this is because I'm a business owner too, but like, I don't think anything. I'm just like, Oh, that's something every business has, you know? Yeah. And that's probably, that's probably true for us. Like I am, I get excited when I'm like, Oh, you go like great policy, you know? Or like, thank you for being yes, clear. Yes. Yeah. Um, because then there really is no excuse when, you know, something does come up and I've had to cancel last minute on people like, but guess what? I still pay. And most of the time it's like, no, 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 please. But I'm like, no, like, and I usually try to pay the full amount. Cause I, I th- it just makes me sick to my stomach that, that same. It doesn't even like, if I have to cancel last minute, that's my bad. And like, here's my card number. I've. I'd done that with my eyelash girl before, or if you know, um, you know, that date's not going to work for me. And you know, like I need to cancel within a week. You get on, you do it right then. You don't wait until the day before you're like, Ooh, I need to cancel that. Or they're going to charge me because they have my card on file, you know? And I understand that. Yeah. I just, I just don't take this stuff personal, but it's hard not to. And I understand that. And I used to. Yeah. I think. I think especially if you've never established boundaries with your clients, that's the hardest part. But once you have them, you're going to be like, how did I go this long without having a boundary, like having these boundaries? Like you will. Cause you can actually enjoy your oh time gosh, together more. Yes. I, I felt myself getting slipping a little bit the last like week. I don't know why I, there was just this feeling where I was like, Okay, put your professional pants back on. And it wasn't that I was being unprofessional. There was just something about, um, and now I know what it was. It's that I'm still training my new assistant. So obviously, like, there's some bumps and some like, okay, what do we do next? Or how do I redirect her next or whatever? But even acknowledging that, I was like, um, I kind of checked myself and was like, you know, like, do do your proper shampoo and massage like um offer offer a beverage when they walk in like don't skip these steps even though they take extra energy and you still have to like train this assistant like the experience has to remain yeah 
Absolutely. And, and you know, when it starts to feel off and feel sloppy, because it's like the difference between like hanging out at a really, really nice hotel bar. And then you feel like you're like at a dive bar. You're like, you know, I could see how someone would complain or not want to pay that much for this yeah. service. Cause these are two different feelings, you know? Totally. Totally. Is that, was that a weird no, way to explain I that? Totally got what you were saying. My first thought went some... like when you're sitting at the nice bar and you've had like one cocktail versus the end of the night when you've had 18 cocktails and they're like gently escorting you to your room because you're just not how they want to be represented as a company. <laughs> Absolutely. And you're like, you know, I, I probably can't charge what I want to and need to charge if I'm going to act like this dive bar lady. Totally get it. Totally. Am I? Um, yeah. So, you know, pick one, but then stay in that lane. Yeah. And then that's I the kind too, of, well, this is one of the other things that I think about boundaries. You guys, you, they start really small, like, really, really small because you almost have to give yourself the courage and the permission to set your boundaries. So very true. One of the, because it, it does feel scary. And if you have a clientele full of people who don't respect your boundaries, you're going to have to address that eventually. But what I would do, or just be miserable. Well, that's the other option, you know, it is. (laughs) but what I would do to start is set and make very clear boundaries with your new incoming clients that you're now marketing to, whether that's adding your cancellation policy to your, on your questionnaire or your application process. Um, and then going over that on the phone when, when you're doing your phone consultations and then having them sign off on that before their appointment so that they know those expectations, you're going to get really, really comfortable with your new clients who they don't know what else to expect from you. They, mm-hmm. They're just going to come in thinking, wow, she has these policies. And then when your current client sends you a text and says, hey, I'm going to be late. I'm going to be 20 minutes late. You're going to be like, hey, totally get it. I wanted to let you know I do have a new cancellation policy. So like we're going to have to touch on that. But you also can't be... <laughs> This is something that I don't, it was said to me, you might've said it to me, but, or somebody said it to me, you can't be mad at a client who isn't aware of your policies. So if you have a cancellation policy, but you've never told any of your clients what it is, you can't be mad at them when they're shocked that you have a $200, $300 cancellation fee and they knew nothing about it. You know what I mean? So you do have to communicate that. Even if that's putting that on your social media or just sending out an email, hey guys, just wanted to let you know, I've been um, updating my new clients with this. I haven't done an update for you guys, or this is my new cancellation policy. People, even if you didn't have one, don't say that. Just say, hey, I just wanted to let you guys know I updated my cancellation policy. Send it out as an email if you don't like confrontation. And then when they come in, hey, did you get my email about cancellation, rescheduling, and late policy? Like you, but you have to don't, start small yeah. with don't that. don't think about it too hard either. Like this is normal yeah. business protocol. Like but, up, 
policies are updated all the time. Mm -hmm. Don't think too big about it. Like, just be like, hey, I just wanted to shoot you a quick email and send over my most recent update on my cancellation policies. Let me know if you have any questions. You don't have to say anything else. You don't have to say, I'm an idiot for not having a cancellation policy before this exact moment. And I feel like a dodo. And thanks for sticking with me. No. Hi, I run a business. Here's an updated version of this. Just wanted to keep you in the loop. Thank you so much for your business. Love you. See you at your next appointment. Yeah. It's just an update. Totally. It's just an update. So, yeah, I I agree, Haley. That's a great point because it's like people make this huge deal and they mull over these, these minute, like, issues where it's just like, no, businesses have rules, protocols, structures. Just send a quick email or put a quick highlight up on your Instagram and say, Hey, check out my updated, whatever. That's also, but what I said is also how I have, um, when I've done a price increase, I increase it first for my new clients. And when I see that, like, cause sometimes you just have to see it. You just have to know like, Holy shit. Cause it feels so scary when you are updating it. You're like, nobody's ever going to pay that. And then applications start coming in and you're like, oh, okay, people will pay that. And then they agree to that. They fill out this application. They have two eyeballs they can read. Yep. But then that's when I start telling my clients, hey, just wanted to give you a heads up at your next appointment. I'm implementing a new pricing structure. I'll resend you the link to my questionnaire so you can review it. Um, But your next appointment is going to be more expensive. And now that I have the clientele that I have, the relationship with them, I do like to say those things in person um, because clients, one, they appreciate it a lot more. And Mm -hmm. um, two, my clientele isn't so gigantic that like I can literally give everybody my price increase notice within eight weeks. So then it's just like, hey, your next appointment will be more. I'm honoring my current pricing now your next appointment is going to be more if that. And then if they're like, Ooh, how much, or if it's going to be a problem, then you can refer them out. Yeah. And just always email, or you can even text. Like I have a, a really just a simple one page template of my current price sheet. And if anybody ever has any questions, I'm like, Hey, I'll shoot that over via email or whatever. Um, I am so, so, so happy that when we had the break it, COVID, I restructured my pricing and wasn't scared and went ahead and just was like, I'm going to implement these new prices because then I was able to give people plenty of time. They had a very, very clear expectation of what they were walking back into. And my new clients didn't have any questions because it just was what it was, you know? Yeah. Um, so if you, if you go on vacation or if you have like a break of any store, I think that's a good time before you leave for that to be like, hi, um, you know, this is my annual or whatever, semi-annual priceless update or, you know, however you want to word it. I just wanted to keep you in the loop. Just stay connected. People don't want to be left in the dark. Even if you, even if you don't answer text messages at night or need two or three days to get back to people, let people know that in your application or in, you know, during an appointment, like, hey, I, uh, really value your time. Sometimes it takes me a couple of days. I'm not ignoring you. It's just how I run my business or I don't get back to people at night. So if I don't get back to you, like I got it and you're on my mind, just don't ignore people. I love it. It's literally the worst. It's the worst. 
I yeah, I do agree with that. Um, and it's the worst message to send to. I agree. So yeah, you don't don't skip the hard conversations. Um, because then you don't get to even make it to the fun conversations. Yeah, you guys, I promise your business is going to run so much smoother once you establish all of those. Oh, it's such a hard conversation. Yeah, it's so much more enjoyable. You and the hardest part is just saying it. It literally is. You know, send the text, send the email. It's over. It's over. It's out of your hands. And how your client takes it and handles it and reacts to it is their issue, not yours. And you can't control that anyways. If they're a butthole, they're going to be a butthole. And at some point, they would have exposed themselves as, you know, a butthead in one way or another. Agree. And if they're not a butthole and they just simply have a question, then that will come across as like, hey, just had a question about this. And then you can just have conversations like normal adults. And then you're like, wow, I feel really grown up today. Right. I agree. So, yeah. Oh, this was such a good one. I agree. I agree. It was good. At first, I was like, I, know, I don't know. I mean, what do we really have to say about this? But I think I think there's a lot to uh, just always be reminded of, even if you think you have like a good system in place it's never ever ever a bad idea to like be like oh yeah what's my what's my rules on this completely agree completely agree well guys thanks for listening if you've made it this far we know you really really love us you actually don't hate us one bit and we love you right back and we're so glad you're here um do you want to plug everything um, yeah, first I'm going to plug my son getting off the bus because he's going to yell until someone yells back. Hi, Mikey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mom life. It, yeah, it would have just gone on forever. So sorry. Um, sure. I can plug. Um, I'm getting real heavy and uh, about to onboard some curly and textured hair into um the rotation of the hair that I use for clients. So you're interested in booking with me, you can go to hannadavishair.com. Or if you have questions and you're a stylist, I am starting an email list um, and possibly doing some education or some, um, some virtual training or providing some information about textured hair and, uh, the process of using that and how it differs from straight hair. So just follow me on Instagram at Hannah the Brunette if you guys um, don't already, and there'll be updates about that. Yeah. Thanks for giving me a space to plug on my own podcast. You know, now it's your turn. Oh, you're welcome. I actually <laughs> was like talking about like our email and our other ways they can like connect with us, but I like this way better. So I'm glad you just took this and ran with it. Yeah, you're right. Cause we, we talked about your thing at first and then I was like, Oh yeah, I am doing textured hair. So I wrapped this up, but then, but for the podcast, we, you can get a hold of us at nicehairpodcast at gmail.com or Instagram always is probably the best way to leave a DM. That's how we answered Brianna's um question and made it a topic yeah okay and that's fun for us you guys we really like talking about what you guys actually want us to talk about um we want yeah i don't 
we don't just want to talk about ourselves. I mean, we, you know, yeah, we want to know what you guys want to know. Yeah. We just, we want to keep bringing you value. Um, we've gotten a lot of like really great supportive messages lately. I feel like a lot of you are just discovering the podcast and have been tagging us in like your binging stories. And we can't thank you guys enough for that. We really love it. Um, but yeah, like I'll do this for free forever just for that feeling. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, somebody like learns something or cares or like, doesn't hate the sound of our voices. I know. I feel the same way. So we're truly honored that you guys chose to hang, spend your hour with us. Um, but yeah, you can follow us at nice hair podcast on Instagram. You can follow me at Haley with two Y's Evans with two S's on Instagram as well. We also have a nice hair podcast group on Facebook that we're not really good at running yet. So if anybody wants to help us with that holler, um, we would take somebody to help us with doing our podcast. Um, yeah, it's a way better way actually for all of us to connect, but, um, it's, we kind of, it's like a dry run. We need to get some feedback from you guys first. Uh, what is that on Facebook, Haley? It's nice hair podcast, the group. And you do have to request to be involved in it. Um, we accept everyone, but we just have some like little stipulations when you join that you have to like say, hey, I understand. Again, a boundary. Um, Maybe not your creepy uncle. We probably don't let him in. Yeah, we definitely don't let him in. Or some of those like sugar daddy DMs that I've been getting a lot of lately. Ugh, they're definitely not getting in. No, definitely not getting in. So anyways, um, join our group. Connect with us. We love hearing from you guys. Uh, and then we will see you next time. Otherwise, love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.